Oh, we had a podcast, but keep that one for a later date. <laughs> it's good to be back. I mean, sometimes you record a podcast and you don't release it because you, you know you're not allowed. <laughs> we're, not, we're not deleting it. We're just not releasing the tapes. Right. No. We have been gone for a while. <laughs> we've been working. <laughs> JP, <laughs> how we doing, my man? It's good to be back in the studio. Wimbledon is action. I know, we guys, we've been out of practice for about 20 days, you know. I took some leaves of absence. We, we had the tennis team, you know, uh, guys heading out of town. We were in... Uh, where do we go? Wake Down Forest. Yeah. Wake Forest. You were in England watching some tennis. Birmingham. All this action. Cinch. It was a- Cinch. Cinch Open. We come back into one of my favorite parts of the year, Wimbledon. And it is going to be a jam-packed show, guys. I cannot wait to get started. I've been itching to get back on the podcast, guys. And JP, we got to start off. I think we just got to get right into Wimbledon, actually. I want to talk about Birmingham just because all the action was so much fun and you were over there in Europe, but it's like... I mean, it was it's it's sort of different because it, Carlos Alcaraz won this great job, but like it's just it feels like it was so long ago now. It's like we got to just talk about Wimbledon. No one's no, one, no one's thinking about crazy. Birmingham or No one cares that Chris Eubanks won his first 250, his first ATP tour event. But now they do. They do now. The Yellow Jackets, baby. Take out the TCU Horn Frogs. Shout out to Chris Eubanks, who is top 50 in the world now and climbing. Dude, that is a good. That's insane. Yeah. It was a big deal for him to break the top 100 this year. But that's a good win because Nori's playing. He's playing. Dude, Nori like, was a semifinals last year. Yeah. He's play- like semifinals last week. Yep, no, it's true. And he's a hometown guy. Had the crowd on his side. Definitely had the crowd behind him. But Chris Eubanks, guys, six foot seven, Christopher Eubanks, big time server, repping the T fight from Technifiber. The, one-handed backhand, looking nice. He's got the slice working. I mean, he comes to the net, puts a lot of pressure on the net with a six foot seven wings wingspan, or I don't, he's probably got a plus wingspan. He just looks like a freakish athlete. He's so long. I just, I was impressed with what he's been able to put on the last couple of weeks. The show he's been able to put on has been. The first day was seven July third, and then you know you get the get Cam Nori and Eubanks on the fourth. That's. I'm pretty sure we know who wins that match. The USA. That's USA. This baby. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I, Cam Norrie, he got the fans behind him, but, you know, so did, you know, King George. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't work for him either. So Eubanks, oh! yeah, Eubanks, after this match, talked about how much commentating on other matches has helped him kind of gather himself on the court and kind of hop stud. off the emotional roller coaster. And I thought that was super interesting. You know, he said, like, when I'm watching a match – just because a guy missed a shot doesn't mean that was. I mean, it doesn't always mean that that you need to like panic and like sometimes you're learning from that shot and that's what you got to do in the, in the moment during these matches. You can't panic when you miss a ball. And he looks like he's so composed out there. Won the title on Sunday against Manorino, dominated Manorino, winning his first ATP 250 event. Then he comes into Wimbledon with all types of momentum. Ends up today taking out Cam Nori. Where he will be now be in the third round as the favorite against, I believe it, O'Connell. I believe what, Chris, Chris O'Connell. Christopher yeah. O'Connell. It's like, and O'Connell's, and he's but a that's favorite. where that's where Eubanks got to like stay on the gas because like, I watched the. I can't. Can you see him not stay on the, like that's that's been his game the last two or three weeks, and it's like I don't see him being able to step off that. He's like, and he's he hated a, he's grass. Aggr- he's aggressive. But he hated grass until yeah. recently. He was saying like how he got beat up, and he was telling all the guys in the locker room how much he hated playing on grass, how the ball doesn't bounce, the footwork's hard. And he's just, he said, just like kind of venting and talking that out. He's been able to kind of accept it and enjoy grass. And now it's like, 
he's looking like a top 35, 30 player. Yeah, beating, Probably better. I mean, it's beating like, top 10. I, well, some, one, of the, one of my guys asked me the other day, he's like, who's, who's going to be better in the next five years? Taylor Fritz or Chris Eubanks? And I, I was hope, like, and you're like, I hope Chris Eubanks. I was like, I hope Chris Eubanks. <laughs> I just really, no, you know, I said, I, mean, I was <laughs> I'm like, I'm with you there. I think Fritz, like, Fritz is good, but I just really wish that Eubanks would Fritz be is there. very good at tennis. He's just a chotch. I'm just kidding. No, he, well, no he's got kidding. the, he has the. I just can't get on Fritz's wagon. I don't know what yeah. it is. I don't relate to him. It's a little the bit of, like his it's, head sticks out. That's ho- what it is. Hope, for, that's what it is for me. His I'm head, thinking. I'm his thinking. Head sticks I'm out. thinking his girlfriend Morgs put on a better show at Wimbledon this year than yeah. he did, hosting I, some Threads show. Oh, she's definitely. She's got a lot of following. She's got a lot of following. No, she does. And it's. I I, I do. I sure, will say. I, I I don't mind the Fritz, Morgan Riddle couple as much. Like you know, it's just the City Pospidosa thing. It's just like, gosh, rough. She retired from her match. Today, after being down in the second set, I swear she just must have showered and darted to his match. She was already sitting courtside for his match. I'm like, that's crazy. That's like, a little much. That's a little much. Like, but hey, it's true love. I mean, that's true love. It's true love. We'd love to see it. You can smell it. You can, sm- you can smell it. <laughs> we got to talk about that match, though. Sitsipas versus Andy Murray, guys. The match took two days. Pretty much thought it was a bummer because I thought Murray was going to win yesterday if it continued, but this curfew just, come on. I feel, like like, he, I feel like he keeps getting the mind, the mind jobs, like, like especially when he plays Titsy. What is this curfew? At? Can we just talk about the curfew? Like, what is it? We stopped a match at ten forty because of a curfew in London, yeah. one of the biggest cities in the world. Aren't there like millions of people there? Like, do they do they sleep over there? Like, yeah. Don't they drink beer till like three in the morning over there? Yeah. Well, but we got to have a curfew at ten forty. The Aussies are disappointed. We they they play till two thirty in the morning over Same there. Same with the U.S. Open. It's true. Drink but, till two o'clock. But like, if you're gonna have this curfew and you know it's a thing. You play three matches on center court per day. And not Andy Murray. And you start at 1 p.m. Yeah. So you had one match go. You, the, I think the women's match was straight sets. I I forget what one of the matches might have been a, a four set. I don't think it was a, a fifth set. And you still couldn't get a match. And I'm like, a f- start the matches at noon then, at least. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? I'm like. It's, it's Andy Murray. Mur- Murray wins that. To, like, I was. I felt like he had that. He had the match if you play on the same day. It's like all the. Like, if he wasn't sabotaged. He has to go sleep on it then. Yeah. And Sitsipas is able to kind of regroup, refine it, like kind of just flush the toilet on whatever happened and start yeah. from scratch and just win a best out of three match, you know? Like yeah. he were, and just obviously he was down two sets to one, so he had to win both of them. But it's like it wasn't that the mental hurdle that it would have been in the moment seems like it was well, cut short. He's such a defensive player, too. It's like it's. It plays, Who, Murray? Yeah, it plays yeah. into Sitsipas' things. He gets to. He gets to be full, full on strike first. Run, punch yourself out. Hit the curfew, and then come back the next day and get to punch yourself out again. Like Murray's whole thing is to break people down over time. Yes, exactly. With and his like, precision and just yeah. counter punching and ability to just hit those. He's got awkward slices and Slap just backhand. Yeah, and he's got to just he can mix up the variation of his <clears throat> ball. Whether it's like he gives you that the ball he was giving Sitsipas a lot was that mid court. Junk ball. That's why Titsy Boss takes eight-minute piss breaks every single time in the fifth <laughs> set, too, so he can get a little but, bit of fucking energy back. I thought, but to be I, to be honest, even watching it's yesterday, so a, after yesterday they called the match, as soon as that match was called, I bet on Titsy Boss. I was like, yeah, that's over. Like, Murray needed that match to be, like, and I, I was, wasn't thinking, like, when the match started, I didn't even think of the curfew. I honestly forgot there was a curfew. Yeah. And I'm watching, I'm like, Wait, they're calling them like they're what a bummer. That match out. was gonna be so good. Yeah. There was gonna be there was so much drama. It wasn't crowd, even that late. It was ten thirty six. Yeah. It's ten thirty six. Freaking put a Your co- five year old is up at ten thirty six. Put a tea on the burner. Drink some caffeine. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Let Annie Murray fucking cook. 
Muzz, that's that's Muzzard. that's tough. Muzzard. And Muzz is up there defending the Wimbledon, like defending at his presser crown. today. I'm like, defending stop the, it! Yeah. You just lost your chance at 36 years old with a metal hip to take out a top five player. Yeah, because of a curfew. I won a quarterfinals. He had it. He and he had Sissy Pot, but Sissy Pot to his yeah to his point, like to his credit, I will say, even yesterday, I thought his body language was the best I've seen it all year long. Yeah, even when he was down, I felt like he was just. It's like he got laid the night before. <laughs> Sorry. God. No. Hey, who? Oh. Who's he? Sissadosa. Sissadosa. This is the most cringe thing I ever heard. But um, yeah, no. Well, he, they're in love, though. <laughs> <laughs> but he. So I will say, Sissipas kept his foot on the gas and looked sharp today. Like that was as good as and most comfortable I've seen him look on clay or on grass. I will say that that backhand slice, though. I know it was going over the net today. It is so hard to watch with that elbow just sticking, and it's like the ball just dies in the middle oh, midcourt. Yeah. Unfortunately, Murray doesn't have the weaponry. I, I feel like off the like to take that and step on it and come to the net behind it like some of these guys. He's gonna face Will, um, but no, Sitsipas served big time. He finished that match serving lights out. I think he pummeled two aces to finish that one. Um, Murray didn't return like we're used to him seeing though. I thought Murray's, I mean, statistically and just eye test, and he's just one of the best returners of. Tennis has seen, and he wasn't that guy today, uh, and that's why he lost this match because he only got broken one time throughout the four sets, which yeah. was ridiculous. He was popping one like he was heavy on the radar today, one twenty, one twenty five range on the serve. He was hitting this, and like he served amazing. I think he served at, I mean, he was at one point like seventy five percent plus on the serve. So I thought he played well. It's just against when you play against a guy with the serve and the forehand of Sitsipas, you gotta you gotta find a break here and there, and he wasn't able to do it. And the big dudes, the the grass. I think the downward trajectory of a big dude's ball, like Yar, Yari yeah. and Titsy Poss yep. and yep. Bublik and all these dudes that are in Baratini and like, like a lot of big guys out there right there's now. There's some tall, so you got tall lads. There are some, so you got Carlos and Nicholas. Center's Jerry. not short. No, center's not center six two, but he he carries himself bigger than that. Yeah. Hercots. Hercots is a big boy six six. He was all right. We'll start. We'll, we'll go right to Hercots because I thought Hercots played amazing today. That's like. I won't say amazing. That's 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 too much on the gas. He played very well. He just looked poised. Musetti's playing good too. Musetti's playing fine. But Hercotch, I know he dominated that match one and three, but he he even like the he still had like a lot of like just casual unforced errors on the forehand or like shots that like I thought he was just gonna and he he let Musetti hang out hang around a little bit longer. But like the fact that he has another level to get to, I feel like. That could be a little bit of trouble for Joker. Like, a little bit. I'm not saying Joker's going to lose. I think it's a four-set match. Joker wins it. But I think if Hubie can serve like he did today and consistently drop the – like, his T-serve on the deuce court is – and then he has the ability to slice – he's just dangerous. He's just – you got to be on your on – your, but Joker, that's a brutal matchup for him. For him to run up against to, against the greatest grass court player ever, arguably, is, is still playing in his prime. He – yeah, don't like that draw for him, but I thought Hubie – had a big win for himself. Musetti was playing well coming into the event. I didn't think Dude, Musetti looked stellar today, though. Musetti was playing tough on Holger Rune on the grass course in Birmingham. Yeah, he's playing tough. He is. Like I, I agree with he you. He had no answers. I today. agree with you though. But that like I think he had no answers because like I think Hercot is actually played, playing good for sure. And like that serve, it just comes down on people. Mm-hmm. I think more the, than some of the even bigger guys. Like his like Jari. Right. I keep yep. going back to him, but he's got more of like a big kick. Banger. It's a banger, but it is. like Hercot is like. Like you were saying, the flat balls bounce weird on the grass. Like 
He was going right at and it hits and it's like he was coming after Musetti's like body blows, big big ball tee, and I was just, I mean, I I love watching him scrap. Six foot six guy, and he just looks more comfortable moving than than the guy who Musetti, who you would think would be the better athlete. It doesn't look like that way when they're playing grass. Hubie looks much more under control of his body and just like in control of his body weight. He's he's nimble for a big fella. Yeah, the grass, and he barely even broke a sweat. It looked like he just. The grass, like, you, I feel like you have to be more intentional with every step. No doubt. Like, you're just, like, there's a couple moves. You better be kind of light it's, on your feet. You have to be. And, like... Look, look at Federer and Novak. I mean... The guys that stick into the ground, they slip nope. all over the place. And you got to be nimble. You got to be light-footed. Yep. You got to be taking small steps. And for, a big, a, for a big dude. For, for Eubanks, another guy that's six foot another, seven, yeah. like, he's moving so gracefully on this stuff. And these, but you see Eubanks' body boat, it's that's like, another he's dude. so skinny. He's a fighter. He's, do you see how, like, he's, a, that dude is six foot seven. I would love to know what Eubanks tips the scale at. I don't know, but he's, he's, he, he looks, him and Tommy Paul are very, very likable as Americans. I wish true. they would be, like, you're Facts. like, who should be the best American? I, that would, I wish it was those dudes. I love both those guys. Yeah. I do. Lo- and I just thought it was, Eubanks is the man. I'm so happy for that guy. Yeah. Other guy we got. T- so, I mean, who else is standing out to you th- this tournament so far? Sinner had a nice match today against Hallis. Thought he looked pretty sharp. Um, Sinner's just, I feel like he just goes under the radar. Even as a guy that's, I can, a guy I look at as a contender, I believe he has the easiest quarter. Um, he deserves it, though. He's been fighting through some terribly hard draws in, his, in the, the defensive center. Like, he's been, like, lined up with, like, Alcarez every freaking, he's basically in his bracket every single so no one's ranked higher than round tw- no one's ranked higher than 25 in center's quarter that's great gives him a 59.7 percent chance to make in the final four um i mean he's gonna have to go up against shapapala probably which you don't hate i mean you, you love that match but for center at this yeah. stage oh, i mean absolutely that's you, like that's the one you want that's the guy you want you want the guy with the one-handed backhand but then he's gonna go into like his his uh quarter is gonna be Nasty, but every quarter. Why? I mean, every every quarter is nasty. Right. Who's he take on if he takes out Shep? Either Joker. Oh, or, yeah. Or uh, no, wait. In the in the quarterfinals. Yeah, like he's yeah, not yeah. Gonna, he's not gonna get through Joker. Right. No. Joker's no. looking nasty. Too. Joker is like he's he's he, cold. He's got the killer. So, but centers. I, I did bet a future on center. It was like ten dollars, one one fifty, and I also took a. I also took a. Uh, speaking of guys that m- have been moving well that are big, Medi. Uh, we're not we're not talking about Medi. Medi's looking. And Medi's looking. He looks, I mean, I won't ever say he looks graceful, like as far as his strokes or anything, but he looks so much more, like, yeah. the fact that he's been able to adapt to grasp at this level to take, like, he just looks, he, he looks comfortable. I won't say he looks graceful, but he looks comfortable out there more than he ever has. He knows he has to, he can't play so far behind the baseline. He can't return from the back and fence. And he's not dropping a set. Everybody else is dropping sets here and there. He's not dropping a set. Matty so looks good. His, That's whatever your, he's doing is just like. It's tough. He's super focused. Like he looks. Yeah. He's. Do you watch that volley thing I sent you? The guy tees off. I, um, I think it was Frey tees off like right at his face, and he thinks it. No, what? Uh, I mean, I saw him in. Um, I sent that. Fa- in. Fairy. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had some the Wii the Wii tennis point. I did see that. Oh, did, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent one to you, and it was like four, like right at his face. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. Like, dude. Maddie. Arthur just played college tennis this past season, cool. and he took. He took Maddie to some tough sets there. Like I was, that's that's impressive. That is kind of from cool. Stanford, and you hit it at this dude's head. That's true. You just hit it at Medvedev's head. That's got to feel good. 
Maddie's the man, though. Maddie such is a good. The, he such, is the man. He's a good. He seems like a. I would be friends with Medvedev. Hell yeah, he probably respects that the dude tried to hit him in the head. Speaking of other guys that are tall, moving well on the grass court. No shit. Sasha Bublik. And, yeah. Bublik is on. Dude, Lord Bublik is on a tear. He, he grabs his. He grabs a title on the grass before this, on this past Sunday, dominant fashion. He rolled JJ Wolf. I mean, devil fault. Gave him the bag. So JJ was in a tough battle in the second set breaker. Double fold. Doubles at five yeah. six to lose the set, and then just that one just hurt. Six zero in the third. That one hurts. No, you got to fight. That, Come on, man. Dig, dig. Got to dig. Sometimes though. Sometimes no, Bublik. I won't say that because you know what, Bublik is a bad man. He's top thirty for a reason. And when you're he's down, playing like a top 10, 15 guy. And when you double fault, you're demoralized. All hope is lost. No, I know. Just That's true. There on the gate. Like, but I'm just like, come on. Get your head. B- Bublik's been locked. The fact that Bublik just beat somebody at Wimbledon six zero in a set to close somebody out of JJ's level, who's a JJ's been a top fifty player for the last however long. Somebody's on though. Like Bublik's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I thought we were gonna miss Kyrus a lot and just like the the showman that he is, but if you guys aren't watching Sasha Bublik, you're missing out. Like yeah. this guy is special. Like he just does some things that nobody else. Like Hubie Hercotch will mix it in there a little bit, and people like, but people don't. What Bublik is so relaxed out there. It doesn't matter what the score is. He's got this Benoit pairness about him, plus a mixture of Hubie Hercotch, where, like, no matter the score, he will hit any shot that he's it's feeling at that wild. moment. And the wilder the moment, the crazier the shot he's going to hit. And it just drives these guys reckless. And the fact that he's finding his – the serve has always been massive. But the fact that he's able to back it up now and just – he's just able to kind of move on from bad Give little spouts. the opportunity to hit a funny shot. Or like just a killer shot. Sometimes I think it messes people's heads up Facts. more to just do a funny shot. In the, in like, like in the way oh, yeah. <laughs> you like that. In in the way in the way Bublik does it with like he just has like this this the mannerisms that he does and like he hits these drop shots. And he looks like he's like wishing the ball to go over the net, but it always just like gently taps the grass and just falls down. It's like this guy's the handle overhead is pretty funny. That's legendary. But and. If you were playing him, would you do unto him just to like? <laughs> he would love. He loves it, dude. He he invites that type of stuff. He wants tennis is a is a hobby to him. He just happens to be one of the best thirty people in the, in the world. world to do it. Yeah, it is. It's unbelievable. And he's got skinny legs. Anyway. And another guy that's <laughs> big, that's moving well. Sasha Zverev, bro. What what is it that is tennis getting? It's tennis is getting bigger. And he, and Sasha's gonna take on Matteo Berrettini, another big fella who. Carry, it seems a little. It's not heavy. Not heavier stuff. He's just like it's a think, bigger, bigger, think, barely guy. Yeah. And he looks. What Berrettini just did to Demonar is ridiculous. Walks in as an underdog, plus one thirty-five. I put it up there on the Pure Tennis Podcast Instagram, guys. But you want you, some free money? Yeah. Bet on Matteo Berrettini. No, don't do it. Don't. You, do that. you hold on. Hold it. Hold. Demon's on. playing good tennis. Demon. <laughs> <laughs> totally different player. So Nate is still drunk on the watching Berrettini play Demon R. Sasha Verev is a totally different dude, and he's not going to get hit just like freaking little boy from Australia. I mean, sorry, Berrettini versus Sinego. Did you see that? I mean, he just took him took him to the woodshed. Four sets. I know it was, it was a battle. I mean, some of the sets were good, but it's like Berrettini. There was never a doubt that he was drunk I, on the Berrettini. I'm I, telling you, Berrettini lost that first set against Sinego, and I went. Zverev. Give me that. I mean, let me hammer Mateo down a set. I did. I'm like, I'm all over Mateo this tournament against Zverev. You think Zverev is going to take this one? Yes. Four sets, three sets. I don't. You're know. so confident. You're, you, I know I'm you're not. not don't say five. I'm not confident. I'm just. I'm more confident in the fact that Berrettini 
does not have big game anymore. I feel that. What way. do you mean? Because he because he, he hasn't showed it in a while. You mean? Yeah. I mean, so he walks into that match tomorrow. As Sasha is a minus one thirty favorite. Mateo's plus one oh eight. How many times have they played each other? Like five. I think Who's it's won four, every four single Sasha. match? Four to one, Sasha. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's, that's the. That's Who's the, been to the finals of Wimbledon in the last couple of years? Yeah, but we could go look at that draw. I mean, that's a legit finals Without, at Wimbledon, yeah. no doubt, hundred yeah. percent. But like, but Berrettini. Who's no. playing better this year? For sure, Sasha. But like in the, in the last two matches that I've seen, Sasha's looked good. But it's like Berrettini had some points. I, I, I rewinded a couple points today to watch. I'm like, wait, did he just get to that ball and hit that type of shot? Like today, did he? Yeah. And he had some backhand returns. And if, and then like usually if Berrettini hits a good backhand return over the top of the ball, he and you go back to his backhand. He's slicing, slicing the ball every time. Today, he was actually kind of going after that ball a little bit. I'm like, mm. that's a confident Matteo Berrettini right now. Maybe and he's I, fixed he, it. I, I used to do this one step a couple years ago. It's like, has Matteo Berrettini, when I used to watch his matches, I would look for three topspin backhands in a row. I would never, I don't think I ever got the three. Today, I think I got the three like twice. And I was like, this guy's feeling much better. I think much you told me to do that. And like, I watched him like, for like a, a couple matches. And it, I just always am just like, that backhand is so bad. It's, 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 yeah, it's had its days. It's like mine. It's had its <laughs> but mean, was serving huge, though. Everything. His forehand, the thing. So, Zverev hit everything to the dude's backhand. For sure. Like, no and doubt. And, and, that's, and, and Sasha will because he loves his cross-court backhand. He his loves backhand's it. so good. So good. He's, He's going to stand for on sure. it all no, day long. No doubt. No doubt. He will. He's going to try. But the thing about Mateo is the ball you get on grass so often is that junk ball in the midcourt because on hard court, sometimes that ball kind of, it'll just kind of plow through the court a little bit. On the grass, if you don't swing at it, that ball just sits on that, on the turf, right at that kind of low height level. Mateo gets under that ball so well and works it into the corners as well as anybody. And he has that slice back in, which is, which is just not fun to pick up on the grass. He's serving huge. Obviously, he played Demonar today, so saying he returned well against a guy that's not known as a server, but I thought he did return well. Um, I don't know. That's gonna be a fun match, and I it's think I'm taking TV. It is must-watch TV. You're taking Berrettini. You already. I am. It. I love Sasha's game, and but for the grass, I don't think it's. He's, can Sasha serve well in the big moments? And that's a thing that he's shown in the past that the nerves get to him. Again, this is like gonna three people. And he's gonna, it's only three people. He's gonna have the pressure on him to hold because breaking Berrettini is yeah, and unless Berrettini's level just drops off a cliff from these last two matches. I mean, I'm taking Berrettini as an underdog again. I'm slapping on it for five unit play. He has a <laughs> loss against Carlos Alcaraz this year. He's got one to Medi, one to Taro. We won't talk about two to Taro. Medi. He was coming back from injury. I will give him that. Ruby because he's you know total beast. And the Murray, the Murray one, but like, dude, like, I mean, Zverev can play, and like, no doubt, I, I mean, there's yeah. no way he's like to me. Like, I feel like I'm amazed that you have that confidence in Berrettini. Like I said before, I just, I just like I him as a dog. Like, as, as, as a favorite, I wouldn't feel this way, but as a dog coming in, just back, you get action, take it. I, I yeah, exactly. Bet against the like gotta game be a, spread. Got to be a smart better out here. I'm, I'm a fan. of I just don't like because I'm a fan of both these guys, yeah. and these are two guys I actively kind of seek out to watch their matches, but. Can't wait for that matchup. Agreed. Totally agree. Next most fun matchup tomorrow, though. Grigor Dimitrov versus Francis Tiafo. Tiafo at minus 120. Grigor plus 100. I think that is a get-your-popcorn type matchup. Tiafo playing just his... He's his, looking his, tough. His mentality on the court has seemed like it's just gone... It's tenfold 
it's come tenfold from where it was. He seems like he's just taken a level of his, like his, his maturity on the court. He's still he's still fun fun Francis Tiafo. He still like brings the joy to the court, engages the fans and all that stuff. It just seems like there's a maturity in his game, whether it's his, his the the patterns that he's playing with. His shot tolerance has gone up. He's got a little more variety than he ever did. He's confident taking his chances now, and he's just playing very poised, relaxed. He's in a dangerous place right now. Grigor, obviously a comfortable grass court player. And dude is playing right now because he we and he beat Frances, Francesco Serendolo and the Birmingham in like yep. he was he lost to Alcaraz, but it was like no, he, it was a battle. Good tennis. It's good and tennis. so I think that who wins this one? Dimitriov slice is just gonna. But like thing with Tiafoe, he Tiafoe's can stand, backhand he can is stand so damn slide. good though. He likes the slice and too, he, so. and he loves he just loves his backhand in general. Must One thing TV. when guys when guys play against Francis Tiafoe, it's like I don't understand why they try to pick on the backhand. Like you got to go at Francis's forehand. You got you got to go after the. Like, it, it's it's obviously a weapon, but you yeah. can break, you can break down the forehand. You cannot break down the who Tiafoe wins, backhand. Who wins that match? I'd say I'm I'm gonna go. I want Tiafoe to win, but I'm I'm going with Demetrio just because I think I watched him play against Alcaraz and he was three, in, four, five. This, Dimitriov's serve is just so good. I'm giving it because of that serve. You give me a three set or four or distance. <sighs> I'm thinking it'd go the distance. I like it. I'm going. All right, I mean, I just like if I had to pick a five set match tomorrow, that one I would probably say would do it. And it, I mean, Vegas says this is a toss up, pretty much. Really? I mean, this is, I mean pretty minus one twenty for Tiafo, plus one hundred for Degrigor. Slight favorite Tiafo. I will take. Take him as a dog. Take him. There you go. My pick. I'm going. I like. I, it. Now that he's a dog, I'm totally taking. Him. For sure. And I like. But I think Tiafo is just. He's a little. He's, at this stage in his career, he's a little more athletic. He's more athletic than than Dimitrov. He's the serve is is right on point with Dimitrov's. The his the cross the, the cross court backhand battle, Dimitrov wins that against eighty five ninety percent of people. I don't know if Tiafo is one of those guys. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Give me Tiafo, five sets. Ooh, wow, what's the last one for tomorrow? Yeah, that will be Jari Alcaraz. Just not, not not highlighted on my list. No, no, no. no. You don't want to see the no. giant beast. You don't want to see the freaking little guy kill the giant human. I mean, it's so the dude is huge. I, Tommy Paul Lehechka has my attention a little bit more. Yeah. No. I love Tommy Paul, but if like if Alcaraz and Jari are playing and Tommy Paul and Lehechka, I'm probably gonna watch Alcaraz Jari just because like I want to see the big dude go down. That's the fair. dude is playing good too. That's fair. Big no, that's tall fair. guy. No, Jerry's Alcaraz is awesome. Just the like, same way that Tommy Paul is awesome is that they just cover court, hit the ball all over the place really hard, and I just would rather. What see about what about Le- Holger versus Fokina? That's uh, a fun, that's an athletic battle, fun one. I've never seen Fokina on grass, so I don't know. I watched Holger look pretty solid. Yeah, but Jerry didn't Jerry just beat Carlos on on clay? Or no, won three sets and he lost. You're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 won three sets he lost. But no, Jerry presents problems for Carlos. I don't I, know why. It's like Carlos is. I think I'm. I'm not gonna say this take. People are gonna hate me. Uh oh. I. He's gone. No, I love. I love watching him when it's when it feels like a big match. When it's not a big match, I'd rather watch the guys that are trying to push the Carloses and the Djokovic's. Watch those guys battle it out. I don't feel like Jerry's gonna. It's three sets, maybe four sets. You'd rather for me. have Jerry go deeper playing I'd rather, other people. Yeah, I'd rather just. Yeah, it's Carlos is gonna win that match. I don't think like it's just not where my. I'll watch it because Carlos is always going to put on a highlight reel and he's always got sh- just 
his shot making is world class. But I'd rather just watch like a Tommy Lahetchka battle. Like that. That's true. That, that, no, I'm with you there. That, now. that ground warfare. My, I've completely is, changed my opinion. It's good. I'm, I'm watching Tommy Paul. I'm serious. Like that totally changed my opinion. That's the truth. That's sick because I think that you're, you're going to watch. You're going to watch Tyron Carlos, and you're going to know the whole time who's going to win that match. Which is yeah. why I, I hate matches like that. That's true. I agree. hundred. So we got Rune Falkina. I'm going to take. I'm taking Holger just because I think Hol- he's so solid right now. Across every every surface, he's just. That's another guy who I think once the maturity kind of hits him a little bit in the face, and he starts to kind of handle his emotions better in these big moments. He's going to be a problem. He's a minus 265 favorite tomorrow. Um, I think that's a lot of respect because Falkin has played pretty solid, but I think that's about right. Holger takes that one. I'm taking him taking him in four. Herkots, Herkots Djokovic. We just talked about this before we got on the podcast, and I think that's a matchup that's – Herkots is – he's earned this matchup. Like, I think he's got a he's got a chance to put on a show for people. Yeah, he's going to do it. He's got to do it. This is his surface to do it. it 100%. This he's is not his best. He's going to do it yeah. in Australia. He's got a – against Novak – this is Novak talked about it after his match today against Stan, where he just obliterated Wawrinka. I mean, that was just—I felt bad for Stan. I wanted to throw him a life jacket in a rescue boat. Yeah, just get get him out of there. But he didn't look as comfortable on the grass as I thought. Stan, yeah, I, I watched, mean, yeah, I, he dominated Echeverry, like rolled through him, and I thought he, he goes into like these moments of just like utter brilliance and just complete like can't miss a shot for fifteen balls, and then all of a sudden it's like he can't make a shot for fifteen balls. I mean, it's like what? He, the, yeah, what? it's just too streaky right now. He's, I don't think he's. Yeah, his his levels diminished from, which is hard to, for me to watch because Stan, like vintage Stan, could play on the grass and he was a problem. But it's this is an old Stan that's been banged up, battled injuries. Novak, this dude just put him in a headlock. I think the, the thing too with Stan is that like people, he's like one of the older dudes, so like he's got a big following. There's, for sure, there's some does. pressure there. Like For sure. He was a 5-3 in that third set breaker. Yeah. Ha- had a chance to take it. Um, didn't come up with the goods when it mattered. Yep. And Novak is just better than everybody else at finding his namaste. You're not going to beat Novak. No, you're not. But Hercotch got to put a lot of pressure on the net. Like Novak said, he's 6'6", six 6'7", foot six, six foot whatever he is. Hard to kind of pick a pick a spot in, when he comes to the net, and you got to really hit a pre- precise how about the top of the draw and the bottom of the draw having like basically like same like middleweight size dude fighting giant i mean like the one and the two uh, is, just, one and two is, have the same match it's true i think it's a it's an interesting point because hercotch and i think jerry present similar problems i think hercotch is better than jerry i think novak's better than Clearly. carlos on this stuff so it's yeah it's interesting hercotch please lay some wood on the forehand please <laughs> Put it on there. Put the bracket. Put the weight. <laughs> Nate's never said that. Lay, lay some body weight on the forehand. Don't pull up on the ball. Yeah. Stay all the way through. Like his back can he trusts it so much. He finishes so solidly with I mean, fluidity across the body. Without acceptance, we can't have progress. Like we have. Like Hercots. Like I forget. Craig Boyden said that. <laughs> Boyden said it. Listen to your coach. I know. Listen it's to your like coach. You know you're like. And learn your coach's words. It's <laughs> learn your coach's words, and it's hard to be like. It's hard to kind of knock him after a three set wipeout of a guy like Musetti, but it's like I'm still like. There's another level for Hubie Hercats to get to, and I just told Bartek if, today. I said if I could help one player at a slam, particularly this one, I feel like. It would be Hubie Hercotch. I would just be. Do you think that his body's just so big though that he's like Ernie Els, and that you can't see that he's like annihilating a ball? He just because he's just so big. He, 
Is, is his mile per hour down on the forehand? Like he's, not, he's not getting 105. No, not even close. And I never not see him. Close. I never see him do it. But like I've seen him like stand on a ball and like slap one back. And he, it, it's it's too spinny. He doesn't flatten it out. And when he, when he doesn't trust the like he he just stops the swing and it just the ball goes airborne and it's just I don't the backhand he he loves it like he freaking accelerates through the backhand he drives it he almost can hit it like inside out backhand where the ball spins out to the left I did one of those last night that's that's there's no better feeling than a good backhand man inside I don't I don't out, hit many of those so every time I hit into their forehand for the best. winner it's the best Hubie put some pressure on the net Let's go find your hands at the net and take some chances on the second serve any second serve that you get against Novak smoke the ball. You're not going to win the baseline exchanges against yeah, like Novak. Bart, You're not going to win these. Like Bartek says, you got to trust, just trust this first serve. Crack the whip on the forehand. Yeah. Just be loose with that wrist. Let it flop. Even if you get your first serve in, he's going to annihilate. So you might as well just go give him two because he's going to annihilate your second one anyway. It's true. Matty plays Fucevic. I think that's a – like I would I never say this in the past, but like from this year, what I've seen from Matty, I think that he walks through that in three sets. Yep, I agree 100%. Let's take a little break before we get to the women's action. In sticky situation. We have one. Got Yeah. Don't forget, folks. Sticky situation. <laughs> sticky situation coming up next. <laughs> and we're back. WTA action at Wimbledon. Got some matchups of the day that I'll be looking forward to on the betting side. But just a quick little... I want to just talk about the highlights. I know it's we, we watch a lot of women's tennis because of Chase. Thanks, Chase. That's true. Chase had us dialed Chase. up. Chase, Hope you're having a good vacation. Get back from Boston ASAP. We need we, we need our trio back. But uh, no, the women's draw has gone. I feel like all majors on the WTA get haywire, but this one feels like the best players still remain in the draw. And I feel like, um, and the girls are mean. They, a lot of bagels, a lot of breadsticks. Lots of bagels. And you got to be dialed in on the women's side. You might get, yeah, you might get flipped on. You, you might get scrambled, you're dragged, yeah. over easy. <laughs> Starting off at the top, I got this, this, the girl. I think actually, it's both of them though. Madison Keys versus Marta Kashuk. I can't wait for that matchup. Both of them are playing some of their best tennis, definitely of the year. Um, Kashuk having the best best little run I think of her career. I mean, she just looks so comfortable. She took out Sakari in, in a tough battle um madison keys just looks super comfortable actually opens up as a favorite at minus 330 tomorrow i think that's a lot of respect for keys and not enough respect on kashuk's level walking into this one i'm excited to see that one also shout out to um marta kashuk's fit not a fit that we carry at tennis point but that wilson kid i hope that we carry because that is a fire good looking it's a good-looking fit. I mean, when you're growing up against in the trans, the uh, get the juxtaposition of Bedosa and you, and you kind of win that battle. <laughs> I will say though, the Nike kits for the women are actually clean. Like, well, Nike didn't try to go too crazy this the year. The Nike kits are always better for girls. The guys, it's true, the they guys' are. kits look they like are. girls. Clothes. The girls' kits look, <laughs> they look good. Like, you know, they got a little more perforated. Sablanka always looks good. It's true. She does have, yeah. I mean, Bedosa looks clean. Andreva looks clean in her fit. Svitolina looks clean. Andrescu. All I think the, all these fits. Rubakina switched off the Adidas kit to the. Um, I think she's on what? Nike too now. No way. She's not. No, she's she's Adidas, not rocking right? Adidas anymore. Or Yonex. She's Yonex kit, but she still wears Adidas Is shoes. Is she really? Yeah. 
No way, she changed. Rabakina's wearing Yannick's shirt and I didn't Yannick's, mean to go down a rabbit hole on the not on to get the, a door. Kids, but she's what? got a Yannick's visor and interesting. That, and she's, but she's still wearing Adidas shoes. I watched her play Shelby Rogers, and I don't think I noticed that. Shelby I feel like Rogers, I'm pretty observant. yeah. Shelby Rogers. The the thing. Okay, while we're on the topic of gear, yeah. What do you think about Wimbledon's all white mandatory dress code? I mean, I think it. I don't mind it because then it's like you can get. Every single brand out there's white, like clothing fair. options. That's fair. So what about this? And it beats watching some kid. like twelve dudes wear the dark green Nike kit. So <laughs> like last year, I'm so sick so, of that. so what about this though? Can we let the guys and girls wear colored shoes? Yes. Just like like white I, or white the kids. Red hat. White kids are fine. They're, they're they can be cool. I mean, I know I put up a thread last night, kind of wishing that we do. It's like fine. Have the white kits. I think it's a little bit boring myself, but sure. I mean, they all have. But when it comes to shoes, let them give me some colors on the shoes. Like I don't want to look at white Adidas, white Nike, white. Come on, like give me. Can some... you wear black shoes? Like what no, if you just want to have to be white? Have to be white. I mean, just that's the boring part. It's like I don't want to watch Andy Murray creep out there with these beat up Under Armour white shoes. It's like, and like even the Asics shoes that look like no socks. Back in the... it looks it's like, like yeah, socks. it looks it just looks silly. And the white socks and everything. It's like give me some color on on the at least something. The, yeah. Anyway. Like it should be a ninety-five five percent. You get five. Yeah, exactly. You can have ninety-five percent is white below the knee. Below because they're allowing. Below, yeah. they're allowing sponsors. All I mean, like Carolyn Garcia looks like a freaking billboard. She's got, you know, exactly. all her, it's a white kit, but she's still got all her sponsors all painted all over it. One thing I do like though about women, and she lost. She did tough loss. I didn't think she was gonna. She lost to um Vuskova. Yeah. Um, bazooka <laughs> bazooka uh one thing i do like about wimbledon though that a not- noticeable thing i know it's been a thing for years but it's like when you go from watching especially like i was looking at u.s open house the other day and just seeing how many advertisements are pinged on the back of the ba- baseline on the on the back wall and then you watch wimbledon and it's just so clean yeah i like it too. it just has the aesthetics that just give them that there's it's so much cleaner it's like the masters it's like yeah it's like keep it clean it like that that part right there the visual the optics Big fan of because you know they're losing millions of dollars in advertisements that they could be getting. Um, no, I think that just one observ- observation I made. Anyway, going back to the women's matchups that I'm looking forward to, as well as kind of the top storylines on the women's side. Um, give me keys tomorrow, but next up, the matchup I think I'm most excited for is Anastasia Potapova and Mira Andreva, two Russians battling it out, two girls playing amazing tennis. Potapova's been just steadily finding her best tennis this season. Mira Andreva, 16-year-old, young. I, I, I don't like to say this about girls that are 16 years old, I'm like, but I think she's going to be a superstar. Like I feel like Andreva's level and her – like she's just such a mature mindset that I feel like she's just destined with her work and just she loves tennis. You can just tell when she talks about it. She's going to reach her ceiling. Cannot wait to see who wins that one. Potapova is minus 140. I think that's going to be an absolute battle. I think that one goes three sets – um, that's, that's a good one. I'm going with the Sorana or Kirstia Sorana in that. Sorana Hadad Maya. Because, dude. Hadad Maya, she's a tank. Yeah, no, that's going to be a good match. I, 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 plus, there's some. That's a good one to watch, I'm telling you. Good one. What about. And then I guess another matchup that's just dice. You, you got Savitalina versus Azarenka. That is. That'd be good. That's big time hitting right there. I think Savitalina just. The way she's been able to find her form so quickly after having a baby less than a year ago and already winning her first title on her comeback and now into the third round of Wimbledon. It's like 
She's going to have her hands full with Azarenka, though. Azarenka is a favorite. I'm taking uh, taking Svitolina as a dog. That's a good that's a good pick. Blinkova and Sablanka. I like that one. At the end. Uh, I like that one. That would be a good one. I, I like that. Sablanka takes that one. Last matchup for me that I'm t- – I mean, this is a loaded slate. The last matchup for me, though, Ons Jabur versus Bianca Andrescu. A stark contrast in playing styles. Jabur is going to use her hands, use her variety – just use her, just her feel for the game, her unpredict like she's just like her, the way she plays is just so unpredictable. I love that she has she's like the bublik of the women's tour. I feel like and she has so many different tools in that kit. She, Cannot wait to see what she does. She's to, a double breadstick. That was one of the mean matches I was talking about too. Just a total like go get dragged. She, she dragged. she's she might be the most likable, easiest to root for player on either tour. I mean I just feel like Anz Jabur is just she seems like a cool no. That's what they say. I mean, I know, she, everybody just, says that. But I, I've watched. I don't know. I, I've just listened to her get interviewed, and I listened to her. The, I watched the Netflix show. I'm still watching the season two right now. It's just she just seems so level headed, so normal. It just she just happens to be good at tennis. Where, but she doesn't let her tennis powers kind of get in the way of her just being a normal person, wanting to have fun. And like one thing I love that she said the other day was how she hates routine, and that's why she like and she wants to, part of the reason she loves tennis is she likes to entertain people. That's why she plays the way she does. She feels like she has to put on a show. And it makes her play her best tennis. And I love how much she's like embraced that, like the drop shot is part of her game. And it's like when most people talk about having a big forehand, that's like she just talks about having this killer drop shot. And it's, a, I mean, with her, like I don't know anything about. Well, she's so nice, but I her, like I like watching her because she plays a different type of game exactly. than all these her big, stick, big ball one plus one girls that can just like exactly everybody like everybody else that's dominant is Rabakina or it's, Sablanka. It's, it's so one dimensional, smashing. It's so boring. It's, it's exactly. you watch her play or that. Christia Serrano too. It's just like yep. these grind ball players yep. that like I it's like. It's one of the. It's either grind or I like plus watching ones. it though. No, like, I do too. Yeah. But th- this is why I'm interested in this Potapova on Driva match. Is I do feel like these girls will work as much as you can on grass. We'll kind of work the point a little bit. Wait till they find their ball. Andriva has. I think she's so talented. I think Potapova has the athleticism and the firepower to be dangerous. But she also has the ability to play some defense. Good athlete. I'm super excited to watch that. Um, yeah. Just yep. some fun matchups. But we got to get to my favorite part of the show, man. It's getting late. And I want to get this pot out before tennis starts. And it's 1 a.m. We're out here grinding. The women's guys, tune into the women's action tomorrow. It's, we just dropped a few of our favorite matchups. Yeah. Belinda Benchich versus Iga. I'll just throw it out there. Yeah. Iga's a heavy, heavy favorite. I think that's a walk in the park for Iga. Yeah. Just, I do too. Benchich was playing really good at the beginning of the year, but I just not. And she, I mean, I was, I was impressed that she pulled out that win versus Daniel Collins, who had her up against the ropes, but Belinda pulled through in a breaker in the, in the third set. Um, anyway, Danimal, Danimal Collins, dude. Did you see the way she? They called a ball out. I don't know if you're watching that match, but they called a ball and out. She did this. No, did you see? So the, <laughs> they they corrected a call. She was about, she was on on the on offense, and they called a ball out that was in, and she wanted, she was she was like pissed that they miscalled it. She just like let out this shriek. I'm like. That's one girl I do not want to piss off. Yeah. No. All right. So, sticky situation. We have to do it. What's the I got to light them up the for this. Sticky situation. So, this is a good. <sighs> this is a. Uh, this is from. I will just. I can tee it up that, that you have firsthand experience with the sticky situation. Most of the sticky situations that we talk about have first ex- firsthand experience. <laughs> but this is a new one. This one. Are, this one. Are, this is a new one because not everyone. Not everyone gets to be in this type of context. So, Nate. This, this is something he lives with. You no, get to it, live with this. This is uh, this is uh, the fight we we, we got the fight. We got to fight the fight here on this though. So they always tell me. I mean, I've 
I haven't been I haven't been depressed that often. I've been you know Indian Wells, Miami Open, Western Southern, um, and I just it's this process. It's this like process of like I don't know how they get you on this these lists, but it's like they act like it's such a honor to be credentialed. Today I'm watching Bedosa after withdrawing today in her interview and the I believe it was the first question that came in Spanish yeah, the dude from, says from a credentialed from dude, a credentialed cuz he's he's made he he's, knows he knows the tennis he know, he knows what he's up to only the best people get credentialed you got to be people top dog in, I bet this I would love to know who this young didn't sound actually very young I would love to know who this gentleman works for just to so Probably see what better. type of institution is sending a man out there who is sitting in a press room with a player that he either I don't know if he doesn't know who Paulo is. It's embarrassing. Or if he doesn't know if he just didn't watch the match. It's embarrassing. If he didn't check his phone. Yeah. If he didn't like look Have at the TVs in the grown in the, in the ass man that thinks in like the media a child. room. <laughs> thinks like a child. It thinks like a child. It's like, dude, he congratulated Bedosa on her win. Good win, babe. Good, Good win. win. <laughs> great, great job. And Bedosa, who was less than pleased with this with this man, just says like, I lost, and I'm just like. Oh, I'm listening. I'm like, oh. did it? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and what other sport? Like, can you imagine like oh, Joe, no Joe Burrow going to the press room yeah. and the guy says like, or go to the Super Bowl? Like, like what? Like yeah. this is Wimbledon, bro. Like the Eagles. I just want to congratulate you on your second Super Bowl win. And the whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I know you missed it, but we actually lost to the Chiefs. I mean, I, it's like it's so dumb. If this was a challenger or like a 15k tournament, and you're just kind of like out there trying to cover tennis, or whatever, you're, I get it. But you're at Wimbledon, sir. Like, get waked up. Yeah. And if you're Wimbledon, Wimbledon, press honestly, people, you're like, not going to credential pure tennis podcast, but you credential dumb people, dude. I know that Spanish has there's a loss these in guys, translation. There's a translation. There's no word for loss and win. They just say different things. This is my sticky. This is a sticky he meant situation. To say win. He Can, said loss. Wait. Thanks a lot for winning that last match. No. I meant to say lost because of the Spanish. I, I just don't know that word yet. <laughs> the moderator had to tap in like, uh, get the hell out. She of lost, and I'm like, the fact that we're here right now is is brutal to see. But um, that's the sticky. That's situation. just as sticky as it gets for me. I'm so like, is, is a guy that? that wants to be in the media at all these events? I I don't know. Like they act like it's such like an, and it is like it should be it, and it could be. But like when, when I see, I look around and. I used to think back in like when I was in college moron. that like all these guys yeah. were like they were so into tennis they so were like dumb. they were like so dialed yeah. in so dumb. and I and I look around sometimes I'm like that dude doesn't know how to hit well, a that, tennis ball like that one guy that played tennis you could tell he played tennis because he was like you know deuce and a half wait <laughs> what. <laughs> Like when we were at Western Southern, that dude was credentialed. Uh, and he could barely stand up, and he's like, oh. "It's 110 degrees out." I'm not fat shaming anybody, but there's no way that that dude plays tennis. Like he should be on, he should, he should be on. No, my hungry life. <laughs> some shit. No, but it's like I, I just you get think some people that play. Like there's tennis people that like that the, actually that like do the job too. Credential the people that like the job and would make the sport. I'm like, co- I'm convinced that sometimes they just want to give credentials to the people that are going to cause the least amount of attention to the sport and make I, it I mean, terrible like, i don't know what we're doing sometimes yeah. i'm like i didn't watch the match at all can i ask you some questions about the yeah, match? like what <laughs> what is going on i just under it's wimbledon <laughs> it's freaking wimbledon it doesn't get any bigger for our sport we got guys congratulating athletes that just come off the field at, or court yeah the, the turf with retirement getting congratulated then he has the balls to kind of continue like 
how's your form? How do you feel after injury? Like, bro, what are you saying? Yeah, just, just tap stop. out. Just go away. Like, if you don't, go away and don't ever Don't even come ask back. about the, if, if you don't watch the match, just ask about her life. Don't yeah. even tap into the tennis. You just sounded... Go work on your book, dude. Go, go work... <laughs> Go so, work on your autobiography. That's all I got. I, 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 I'm in. That's, that's all bad, I got. That's a good I, one. I don't want to end on a negative connotation, but it's like, guys, this is the stuff we're actually dealing with. If you want to see the clip, go on Twitter. Just type in Paul Bedosa, and it's <laughs> probably going to come up. All right. Awesome. We got to get this podcast out. We got to get it out. Peace.